0: Please visit com. Bless you. Satnam. So we're going to begin today with giving our heart permission to be equal to our brain and. It will, set the, um, it will set the foundation for the theme of the class. And so to do it physically, you're going to take your, your right hand and your left hand and you're going to, I'll, hit a, I'll set a rhythm and you're going to uh, strike that rhythm gently. Your heart enters each moment completely open, giving and receiving. to know what's wrong, that's its job. Your gut enters each moment. the moment with all of them. You come in open. You come in connected. And if there is anything wrong, will know about it. But that won't be the main thing going on in the moment. Because there's always something wrong. In every moment. That's just the way moments are. Concentrate on the connection, on the openness.
1: (laughs) Open up your heart, let the music start. Open up your heart. Let the music start, join me, open up your heart, let the music start, open up your heart, let the music start. open up your voice, rejoice, rejoice open up your voice, rejoice, rejoice open up your voice, rejoice, rejoice Open up your voice and rejoice, rejoice. Open up your mind, let your God light shine. Open up your mind, let your God light shine. Open up your mind, let your God-light shine Open up your mind, let your God-light shine Open up your soul, let the good times roll Open up your soul, let the good times roll Open up your soul, let the good times roll Open up your soul, let the good times roll open up your heart, let the music
0: start. Open up your heart,
1: let the music Rejoice, rejoice Open up your mind, let your God light shine Open up your soul, let the good times roll
0: believe that they should start every corporate board meeting like that. And I was like, I can say for sure that the world would be a different place. Can you imagine, you know, like CEOs and CFOs, (laughs) you know, they would spend money in a different way just like the heart does, you know, giving, receiving, giving, receiving, rather than scamming, grabbing, scamming, grabbing, you know, it's a different game, isn't it? It's a totally different game. The idea of the heart brain entering into the moment and the gut brain entering into the moment along with the head brain, which is important, equally important. One of the things that Yogi Bhajan often said was that the spiritual path must have one third spirit, not more. That one third needs to be physical, one third needs to be mental, and one third needs to be spiritual. Otherwise, it's not grounded or it's not well-founded. Right? If it's not physical, it's not grounded and you were gifted this physical body to bring spirit to ground. And if it's not mental, it's not well-founded because you won't know when you're coming off the rails or you won't care. A lot of us, have been in that state, you know, in that FU state. Because what's happening in this world is that it is so grounded that it has no spirit. And another thing that he said early on was that if you don't have spirit, if you don't have access to spirit, you need spirits. You know, you need some kind of substance that will give you um, that sense of access. It's not access, but it's a sense of access. It's like having a trailer instead of having the experience. Not even having the movie, just having the trailer, uh, but not actually having the experience. And so what we have in this diagram here, The big arrow and the narrow arrow were just jokes that I wrote on there because narrow arrow (laughs) rhymes. (laughs) So the big arrow, the big arrow is when you combine all of the brains and you enter a moment with the full picture, the picture of connection, not just connection, but unremovable connection. We are are connected without choice because all our physical body is, if you can grasp this, it's very important. All our physical body is is a condensation in the ocean of prana, the ocean of life force. So our physical body is a condensation in the ocean of life force. It's called the ocean of love and in Sanskrit it's called Narayana. And so what your consciousness has done is that it has, through a process of gestation and and conception and pregnancy and gestation and birthing, What your consciousness has done is it has held this condensation in place, and it holds this condensation in place. It shapes your whole body, which shapes your whole attitude, which shapes your whole life. All being run by your consciousness, which is your version of Paramatma, the total consciousness. And that's actually what you are. You're just your version of the total. But you are a part of the total. You're just the condensation of the total according to your version. What was it? Life of Brian. Remember Monty Python? (laughs) And he was getting the version of the, the book. What are you doing? I'm writing. What are you writing? The book. Well, what's the Latin for the book? Bible, Biblio, hmm? Yeah. And that was a version. Interesting word, a version. (laughs) We could expand on that, but that's not the point. (laughs) That's a counterpoint. But remember that, please. Somebody just text or email that to me, and on, uh, we'll go off on that another time. But each version gains marketing. Your version gains marketing. Other versions gain marketing. The version of a nation gains mar- mar- marshing, gains marketing. The version of a religion gains marketing. Everyone, the, the version of a culture gains marketing. But after a few generations, the beauty of the version gets distorted by the unnecessary natures of marketing. Hmm? And all of the gut connection gets dropped and all of the heart's circulation gets dropped. And what's left is a series of rules, which are brain, head brain, two dimensions, right, wrong, good, bad, yes, no. Isn't that what it is? I mean, don't we have what are called (coughs) lawmakers in countries? Isn't that true? And in, rule, in, in religions, don't we have dogmas, rules? But that's not what they were originally. They were originally just an idea, an attitude of wow. And most attitudes that got significant marketing started with a full spectrum of the, all of the brains because that's what it took to become so potent to become that powerful, to gain that much momentum. Because just like you are a condensation from the ocean of life that's produced your physical body that is alive, alive, a life. Your body is a life from the ocean of life, but we're all from that same ocean of life, so what you do to your life is going to affect me and my life, no matter where you are. You know the old saying, when a butterfly flaps its wings in Japan, the wind blows in Brazil. Everything affects everything. Obviously, subtly, but everything affects everything. So how can you have the greatest effect from your condensation of life on life itself? That is our task as beings. That is our task as beings. And we must do two things. One follows the sandalwood, which is we must permeate everything. One follows the bamboo, why these two plants, the lives of these two plants, are so sacred throughout history. Because the bamboo cannot be affected by anything, and the sandalwood affects everything. So there, may, there must be times when you're not affected by anything. Ever had those moments? What happens if you have that moment when you're not to be affected by anything and you start to become affected? You start to obsess. You start to obsess on your affectation. Do you understand? Because it will get caught in a loop It has no place to go because that was not a moment to be affected. So it has no place to go. It has no purpose. When it's a moment to be affected, you will be affected without notice. When it's not a moment to be affected and you are being affected, you will be obsessing. That's just something to remember whenever you, like all of us, have a moment of obsession. Ever had a moment of obsession, you know? It's like, (laughs) raise an appendage if you've ever had a moment of obsession, you know? So what can you do in that moment of obsession? Realize that in the moment of, of obsession, you're just using this. So you've got to, you're just using this, meaning the head brain. There's an audio recording as well, so this doesn't show up in an audio file. So you're gonna have to drop the brain. How do you drop the brain? Silencing your voice, because your voice sits between the heart brain and the head brain. You gotta silence your voice. You gotta be without an opinion for a few moments and that's scary when you're obsessing. <laughs> Spoken from experience. I'm not preaching here. I'm,
1: I'm,
0: I'm just sharing. <laughs> yeah? And, and, and one of the moments when I was in the most obsessive, when you're in the most obsessive, what is the emotion that you are experiencing along with the obsession? You are experiencing a lot of liver heat, which... Translates into? Anger, anger, frustration, right? Yeah, so I, I approached, I knew that I had the one question the universe needed. And I approached Yogi Bhajan like early on. He was like 40, I was like 24. And I approached him and I just, I knew that I had figured it out. And I was so angry with the fact that I had figured it out. And you know know that moment in your life, right? (laughs) And he looked at me and he said, sit, (laughs) stay. And I sat down. He said, close your eyes. So I closed my eyes and then I opened one, you know. He says, close them. And then I started twitching, you know, whatever, right? You, you start moving a little bit. He says, don't move. I'm thinking,
1: this is the last thing I want to be doing.
0: He said, don't have that thought. In other words, nothing was available to move. Not even the thought in your brain. Right? So, and what he said was, bolt your butt, to the mat. So I, I got that, you know, image, <laughs> bolted down the cleats, and I just sat. I thought, okay, what now? And then a few minutes later, I thought, okay, what now? <laughs> and every time I would think, okay, what now? I would hear him go, ah! (laughs) So I was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And pretty soon I reached a place which felt good. The Buddha said, any emotion when fully experienced, turns to joy. And as I felt good, time passed, obviously, more rapidly. And then I stopped feeling good. Time had passed, started feeling like it's time to move. So I just gently opened my eyes and he was sound asleep. (laughs) <laughs> he was sitting in his chair he was like, a rec- like you know he was sound asleep and the moment I opened my eyes and realized he was sound asleep he opened his eyes and he said good <laughs> because he could go into a delta state while still remaining conscious in other words his whole system could be sound asleep and yet his consciousness was awake And he knew the moment I came and opened my eyes, he could feel the light from my eyes. And he opens his eyes and says, good. He says, how you doing? I says, I'm feeling great. He says, now every time you experience that enormous sensation, realize there's no balance between your systems. And that is when you need to stop acting and just be completely still, completely silent. Now, in order to get yourself into that stillness and silence, he said, is the reason we do physical yoga. Because by doing the physical yoga, you give your body what it needs. It needs to stretch. It needs to circulate. It needs to regulate. It needs to go through all of those things. And then once that takes place, then you start receiving the big picture. Because confusion is just not seeing everything. When you see everything, you see those, the red dots represent, you know, danger points or opposition points. You recognize that there is opposition going on, but if you don't get the big picture, you will isolate each one of these individually, and then you will assign them to something or someone or to yourself. And then you will go, I can't understand why everybody is doing this to me right now. Hmm. There's a clue in there, isn't there? What is the common component of everything? Hmm? You, the common component of everything. So when things, when things start going a certain direction, the common component of things is your observation. Are you observing them in the small picture just from here? Or are you observing, observing them in the big picture from all points. Because the moment you get yourself to observe them from the whole picture, all three, which is Aung, Namo, Gurudev, Namo, that's why we do that at the beginning of class. The moment you're able to do that, then all of a sudden your preferences become known entities. You know they're just now coming. They will be here shortly. And you relax into your presence. Otherwise, you're trapped in the difference in between them. And that difference is the thing that is anguishing, which produces anger. Why does it produce anger? Does it produce anger because anger is wrong? It produces anger so that you have the energy, because all anger is, is just tremendous heat, tremendous energy. It produces anger so that you can navigate back to presence. I'll tell you, if you're ever really angry, meditate. Because you will have the finest, one of the finest meditations that you have ever had. When you are super angry, and there is a lot of reasons in the world today to be super angry, sit down and just just let that energy permeate like sandalwood. Let it permeate your whole being. And all of a sudden you'll come up with realizations that do not appear on your screen because when you're looking at all of these extra data points, you can connect some of these dots and you can go, ah, I get it. I can do that. We're filming yoga classes right now. We're in the midst of filming yoga classes. Ricardo is doing all of the filming and editing. And one of the things that I was challenged by was I can be like this when there's a class like this. And the bigger the class, the more like this I can be. And the more like this I am, the more people like it. Because you know what happens when you're like this? You're not controlling anything. And when you're not controlling anything, the information that's coming through is everything. But when I was sitting, in the frame of that camera, I've done it many times. I can go out there, but all of a sudden I felt restricted to the yoga set, the theme of the da da, na da, junya, junya, and all of a sudden that frame got tiny. What part of me was in control? Headbrain. Headbrain, Head brain. hmm? Mindful. I was being very mindful. <laughs> or maybe not mindful, maybe mindy.
1: <laughs>
0: and that's why it's good to start out with what we were doing (laughs) right set the stage because we don't want to go small aperture we want to go big picture don't we Mm -hmm. we want to get into the biggest picture so this has been a lesson that I've had to learn myself you know practice what you teach we don't preach (laughs) much (laughs) we try not to so does that give you some clues in your world if you're feeling awkward you've got to open the picture the aperture is too small you're using only a portion There's a big reason for that portion, but it can't be the exclusive portion. There's a big reason for your head brain. Big reason. Have you ever driven with your heart brain? You know those... Those things along the side of the road? Those are heart brain indicators. (laughs) So... There are many things that we need to do in this world with this many people that must come from the heart brain, excuse me, the head brain, that give us a right, wrong, yes, no, good, bad, left, right perspective. But if it's exclusive, which is what all education is educating, not all, but there are some progressive educators that are doing much more to open that aperture. But that's why kids drop out of school. That's why the brain rebels and becomes dyslexic. Dyslexia is just a rebellion. Dyslexia is just a rebellion against the logic. The yes, no, right, wrong rules open up the aperture. So we've got this opportunity today with this yoga set to give ourselves to give ourselves this gift What's the connection between your head brain and your heart brain? Pop quiz. Voice, Voice, throat, neck, correct? Mm -hmm. Voice, throat, neck. Voice, throat, throat, neck. What's the connection between your heart brain and your gut brain? Diaphragm, solar plexus, diaphragm. What does this? What does the diaphragm do? Breathe, breathes, air. Isn't that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, I thought I heard somebody. You said air. <laughs> so the diaphragm. So what do you, How do you get your diaphragm? How do you get your diaphragm active? Consciously. Consciously breathing. How do you get your th- neck throat voice active okay. consciously singing sounding mantring we'll put that in the new dictionary what are you doing i am mantraing it's like I just taught at a company called Futurism, so I sent a uh, an email to one of the people, and I was told that it was so and so at futurism.com, and so I wrote out future, ism, and it came back to me, and I couldn't figure it out. I thought f u t u r e i s m, but that's not the way you spell it. <laughs> so. Not every one of my made-up words works. <laughs> Are you clear? Mm-hmm. That you have to use your voice to rejoice. What is joy? What does joy have in it? Joy. 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 What does re mean? Again. again. So joy again. So in other words, when you open up your voice, you get joy again. What is joy? Remember? What did the Buddha say? It's at the core, it's at the bottom, it's at the center of all emotions. When you experience any emotion fully, it turns to joy. joy. What is the, the planet that is connected to your joy? Jupiter. Jupiter. What is a being from Jupiter called? Jovian. And what does that mean, jovial? That's where the whole thing comes from. That's this finger. That's this finger. And that's this mudra. This mudra is to recirculate your joy. Gyan. To recirculate your joy is gyan. What does gyan mean? wisdom. To recirculate your to recirculate your joy is wise. What is more effective in a collective? Wisdom or knowledge? Wisdom. And with wisdom if you add knowledge you get success. But you have Wisdom and knowledge, so you've got wisdom, you've got knowledge, this is connection. So you get connected with wisdom and knowledge, and all of a sudden you have what's called community. And that is our task going forward. So the theme is connecting this, the purpose is to spread it as that does that make sense yeah. sure made sense to me i hope <laughs> i hope that it translates it translate yes.
1: yes
0: yes yes okay otherwise we'd have to start all over again <laughs> when we chant the sound of ah like in saw na or in a call ah, call, it opens the throat just like the doctor says, say ah. Ah. (laughs) And the throat is the fifth element, is connected to the fifth element, which is ether. And ether is where, so we are a condensation of that ocean. the transition between the ocean of infinity and the ocean of and the individuation of density is ether. (coughs) So the infinite void becomes in its first condensation becomes ether and then in the next condensation it applies the other four elements which is air, fire, water and earth into your body. Hmm? So it's like that, like that. So it's said that if it happens in these four elements, these four condensed elements, that it happens first in the ether. So when you chant, and that's what rules the throat chakra. So when you chant, you're accessing that ether. So when you chant a call, because ah means without, The prefix ah means without, call. Call means death, k a l. Call means death. And so when you're chanting a call and you're having that person in your heart, that person that was a person is now in their consciousness, in your heart, you're expressing to them there is no death. So if they have any trepidation, still if they have any trepidation, if they have any guilt, the thing that'll make a departed soul really guilty is a very mournful family because they'll feel they have left them, done something wrong. And so that's why really highly evolved cultures celebrate death rather than mourn death. Yogi Bhajan once said to us, if I catch any of you sad in mourning, after I go, I'll come back and haunt you. <laughs> so, don't you dare. You feel that sadness fully and then move from it. Feel it fully and then move from it. Don't let mourning be a constant event. Hmm. So that's an explanation of that. Today is Mars Day. There is not anyone on the roads that's consciously driving, <laughs> except you. So please do it really consciously. Sat Nam. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Bless you for joining us. Visit gurusing.com for an ever expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more.